What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Jessica Tandy and Hume Cronin in The Marriage. <laughs> Sponsors of this program offer no endorsement of the opinions, philosophy, stubbornness, or confusion of the persons represented therein. However, with the conviction that marriage remains the most popular domestic arrangement between friendly people, NBC takes pleasure in presenting by transcription one of the most distinguished couples in the American theater, Jessica Tandy and Hume Cronin as Liz and Ben Marriott in the new dramatic series, The Marriage. The other day, I saw a picture of a man in a magazine who was constructing a model of the Empire State Building out of bottle tops. And I wondered why any man would spend his time this way. Now, if it were a housewife, I'd understand. A housewife has certain hours of the day. Not many, but they do come up when there's nothing to do but wait. I suppose you'd call early evening the waiting time. Like now, with dinner over and Pete and Emily in their rooms doing their homework, so you'd never guess how with the radio going. And me on the sofa, thumbing through a magazine, waiting. This time it's for Ben, who's tied up at the office, or, or some conference, or who knows, maybe building something with bottle tops himself. One minute, dear. Lose your key again, Oh. I must see Mr. Marriott at once. May I come in? Why, yes. Uh, my husband isn't home. Oh, he's on his way. Oh. Uh, I phoned his office. You must excuse me, but he said to absolutely rush over here if anything came up. Well, I... Uh, uh, please sit down. Oh, thank you. My plane leaves tomorrow morning for Rome, and now this awful complication. The minute I saw him tonight, I knew there'd be trouble. He was wearing his Homburg. That's his difficult hat. Oh, Ben? He doesn't wear a Homburg. Oh, no, no, my husband. He's oh. such an idiot. Though we are fond of each other, despite all well, our... Well, I guess that helps. <laughs> He's an absolute child. Maybe that's why I married him. He was so dependent on me. I couldn't do without him, if you know what I mean. Uh, yes, uh, I think I do. He's got his nerve acting this way with Anna waiting for me in Rome. Anna? Anna Magnani. I'm doing the costumes for her new movie. Oh. It's one of those marvelous Italian movies. You know, everyone's so terribly poor. It's like the bicycle thief, except she steals a Cadillac. Well, that ought to be simple to hide. <laughs> well, but I'm sure Mr. Marriott will clear this whole situation up for me. Oh, I'm sure. I've always found 
Him, charming, an absolute angel. Oh, I never did tell you my name, forgive me. It's Lydia Otis. How do you do? I'm Mrs. Marriott. Oh, it's sweet of you to be patient with this horrible calamity. Oh, that's perfectly all right. We have emergency calls just like doctors. Ben even gets called in the middle of the night. Really? Accident cases, suicide in the family. Once a lady got bit by a dog and phoned. Who won that case? Oh, Ben wouldn't take it. He never prosecutes animals. Never prosecutes. Well, you know, I, I just felt there'd be trouble with my husband before I left, and I tried so hard to make it easy for him. I introduced him to some charming women. Why, I found him a perfectly darling ballet dancer. Your husband doesn't like ballet dancers? Oh, dear. Didn't I tell you he's not my husband? We're practically divorced. Oh, well... Practically is better than uh, none at all. And what do you do, Mrs. Marriott? Oh, nothing. Housewife. Children, too. Well, that's not exactly doing nothing. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I know what the books say. It's supposed to be a career, but I wonder. Now, take yourself. Hello, Liz. Hello. Mrs. Uh, How are you? I knew you were here. I checked back at the office. He's acted up again. He doesn't like the settlement. I thought he'd agree. He was wearing his tweeds that day. When he's being British, he'll agree to anything. If you'll excuse oh, me. please, don't go. It'll be in the papers anyway. You'll say something stupid as usual. Now, just sit back. Would you like a drink? Oh, I'm late already, but thank you so much. Uh, cigarette? You're a darling. There you are. Now, <sighs> just relax. When's your plane leaving? Tomorrow at 10. You'll be on it. And I'll be there as your lawyer to put you on it. As for your husband... I, uh, Liz, dear, would you light me a cigarette, please? As for your husband, or ex-husband, very soon... Uh, here you are. Thank you. I'll have a straight talk with him before you're out over Sandy Hook. And believe me, there'll be no more hitches to this divorce. Now, you feel better? Yes. You're a dear. I am. I, I, I mean, <laughs> it'll be done. Uh, your cigarette went out, uh, dear. Huh? Oh. Thank you. Then I can leave without any worrying. Such a relief to have you take over. I'll cable you in Rome. Oh, I'll have to rush off now. I have a hundred appointments all the way to midnight. Can I get you a cab? Oh, no, I'll be all right. Oh, no, it's no trouble at all. <laughs> Mrs. Marriott, arrivederci. Oh, bon voyage. beat today, ready to turn in. How's that book you're reading? I'm not reading it. Oh? I've got it open, but I'm not reading it. I'm thinking of her. Her who? Lydia. Lydia? L-Y-D-I-A. Lydia Otis. Ah. She does stay in your mind, doesn't she? Fascinating woman. Vibrant. If she were any more vibrant, her earrings would ring like chimes. I thought you'd break your arm reaching for a cigarette for her. As usual, I lit my own. Guilty as charged. Now, that look in your eye. Go on. I'm an interested spectator. You're really taken by her. And why not? She's attractive, intelligent, and you wanted to please her. I please all my clients. This, my dear, was a non-client please. It was a he pleasing a she. I I'm not jealous, no. I'm uh. just clinical. When you walked in and saw her, you lit up like a pinball machine. Off to 
later on we go. Dear Anna is waiting. Arrivederci. Your mouth was wide open. I suppose my inlays were showing. I'm joking. Well, I'm half joking anyway. Liz, you have to admit she's living a full life for a woman. Busy with all those activities. You have to admire her for that. Oh, you're so serious. Well, I am serious. I know you are. You're going to get up early and get down to the airport and put vibrant Lydia on the plane. You said so. I'd love to be there and watch you carry her up the ramp. I didn't get to sleep right away. Of course, I was teasing Ben about it, but it was more than that. She was exciting and vibrant, and he did light up in her company. I remembered when he'd, he'd be pretty excited when he met me after work, long ago. And he'd listen to every word and he'd light up for me. What happened? And wasn't it partly my fault? I started out as a wife and mother and wound up taken for granted, half vacuum cleaner and half pressure cooker. Well, I started to count my sheep again and that ended my philosophy. The next morning, passing the supermarket, I couldn't help thinking of her in Rome, passing the Colosseum. I was starting to cross the street when my daydream was broken. Look out! Hey, kid, come back here. I want to talk to you. Hey, kid, come That's back. That's a fine way to drive. Huh? You almost hit that boy. Oh, look, lady, are you his mother? No, I'm not, but I have children of well, my you're own. You're not his mother. Don't yell at me. You weren't very careful, mister. Look, lady, I'm a careful driver. You ah. see, see the sticker on my windshield? Merit Driving Award. You almost hit him, though. It could have been serious. Look at this intersection, lady. Just look at that. Every time I get near this corner, I pray. It's laid out like a Parcheesi board. Five streets crossing at the same time. How did Fifth Street ever got there? I don't know. There's no excuse for almost running over a child. I'm not looking for an excuse, lady. I'm trying to explain. I, I am very unhappy about this street situation. I did not build the streets. I did not lay them out this way. You be I... careful next time. Yes, ma'am. Can I go now? <laughs> Anyway, they ought to have a play street there. You're still on that, dear? I don't see how you can be so casual about it when the lives of children are at stake. Perhaps your own children. The traffic problem is in the hands of what we trust are competent men. Politicians. And engineers who've made a science out of traffic control. You know, you're worried about one little street. There are thousands of streets, tens of thousands. That one single street intersection is all I know about, and it's dangerous. Something should be done. Ben, couldn't you do it? Me? Well, you're a lawyer. Lawyers can't do everything. If they can put their clients on a pain personally, they can just as easily get in touch with the police department and demand some action. I'll overlook the first part of that sentence. As for the second part, it isn't that simple. Don't you know anyone down there? Some contact. Only the man who takes my money for the parking ticket. Look, Liz, something ought to be done, sure. I just want to be practical and point out some of your problems. Go right ahead, I say, except I don't think you'll get anywhere. That's my summation to the jury. 
I fell asleep that night, but slept uneasily. I didn't know the boy who was scared by the car, but suddenly he had Peter's face. He was my boy on his way to school. He turned at the intersection to wave goodbye, and just then I heard a low, strange sound in my sleep coming closer and then louder, and it turned into the sound of a truck brake, and I called out, Look out! Baby carriage. What? Uh, baby carriage. What, uh, Liz? Baby carriage. What, uh, baby carriage? What? Liz, you didn't... I, I uh, mean, are we? What, what are you talking about? Are we having another? Are we? No, dear, we're not. Go back to sleep. The next morning, I met them on the street. The women I'd meet every day but never really know. The women with baby carriages shopping, sunning themselves before going back to their housework. I told them my idea. They were with me. Then I did one more thing. Hello? May I speak to the news editor? It's very important. Thank you. Yes? Hello? A news editor? I want to report something that's going to happen, but hasn't yet. And when it does, you might want to have a reporter there. Who is this? This is Mrs. Elizabeth Marriott. And I want to tip you off that something of unusual interest will take place in just one hour at the intersection of 6th Avenue and 10th Street. Nobody on a window ledge, is it? We're getting too many of those calls. Oh, no. This is much more exciting. Axe murder? Oh, no. This has spectacle, my dear man. Will you send a reporter down, or shall I try another newspaper? 6th Avenue and 10th Street. Okay, we'll take a chance. Liz? Liz, where are you? Are you home? Hey, look at this. Stop waving that newspaper around. I've seen it. You've seen it? Middle page, your picture. I know, I arranged it. You arranged it? Uh-huh. Stop repeating my words as though you're struggling back to consciousness. Uh, uh, baby carriage brigade. Mothers protest traffic dangers. At noon today, some 20 to 30 mothers, formidably armed with baby carriages, successfully held up traffic at the intersection of 10th Street and 6th Avenue for 15 minutes. Did you really? Uh-huh. That's marvelous. Uh, for 15 minutes. And presented a petition to a police car for the installation of a traffic light. I borrowed the baby carriage. It was the photographer's idea. And the baby? That wasn't a baby, dear. It was a head of lettuce. Baby carriage. That's a wonderful. How'd you ever get it? Oh, you seem to forget that I once earned a living for both of us with my ideas. Hello? Yes, this is the Marriott residence. Who? Just a moment. For you, dear. The traffic commissioner. Thank you. Hello? Uh, yes, this is Mrs. Marriott speaking. Uh, ben, Ben, would you light me a cigarette, dear? Oh, hello, Mrs. Marriott. I'm Mrs. Sanders. Oh, uh, come in. Uh, oh. Well, won't you sit down? Thank you. I won't stay but a moment. I'm from the section across the park. You don't know me, but we've certainly heard of you. Now, I'm with the parent teachers, and 
We've been wondering if we could get you over to our next meeting. Oh, well, I... We think you could help us get started on several projects. All we need is an example. Would you come? Why, well, I, I, I don't know if I... Uh, uh, well, I, I suppose I can. Well, yes, why can't I? I guess it just kept snowballing, as they say. I became known as the traffic light girl, the baby carriage bombshell, and other nicknames. It was kind of exciting. Fine, all right, all right, we're almost set. Uh, you stand over here, Mrs. Merritt. Just be natural, be yourself. Just want a half minute of home life to cut into newsreel footage of the latest baby carriage brigade. Uh, six so far, huh? Not bad. All right, boys, on the camera. Uh, excuse me, Sonny. I'm not Sonny. I'm Mr. Marriott. Yeah, how do you do? Say, uh, would you plug this wire into that socket? Huh? Fine. Oh, uh, Mr. Marriott, would you mind moving this table out of the room? Well, it's kind of heavy. Sure, uh... you can do it. Watch it! Okay, okay, skip it. Yes, if you're a salesman... No, no, if you please, I'm not a salesman. Do I look like a salesman? Well, it's, it's hard to tell. I happen to be against all types of door-to-door -door salesmanship, but I am in favor of national advertising. May I come in? Oh, uh, do. Um, uh, sit down. If it's anything to do with my no, husband... No, no, it's you we're interested in. My card, Theodore Willis of Adams Booking Incorporated. You're not a theater agency. Heavens, no. I dislike the theater intensely. We're a lecture bureau. Our job is to supply various civic, fraternal, and patriotic organizations with speakers for occasions large or small, whatever the subject, from fall of Rome to tension is temporary. I don't understand why Normally, you... we deal with well-known authorities in their field, though you'd never know who is an authority on what these days. Who'd ever think you were an authority on traffic safety? But I'm not... Here. In the public mind, you are... We deal with the public mind. Well, I'm not a lecturer. That is exactly our trump card. Let me tell you something, Mrs. Marriott. The age of celebrities is running out. What happened to the flagpole sitters? Stirred up a nation, and now, goldfish swallowers. Remember them? Oh, yes. Why, well, I knew a boy Gone. Was... Nobody remembers them. Movie stars replaced by 3D. Animal pictures coming back. The celebrity of today is built on feet of clay. Why? Why? No human element. Oh. Without the human element, there's nothing. We have, I dare say, been going on nothing for years. Humanity is the key. But I don't quite... Not understand. the best-dressed woman or the minister Luxembourg or the most married or divorced woman, but the common woman. How does that strike you? Well, I, uh... I'll think about it. It's sure fire. What will I lecture about? Women's problems. Women always have problems. I'll return in a day or two, and we'll discuss further details. Meanwhile... You can see how Mr. Marriott feels about it. Oh, you needn't worry about my husband. You see, he enjoys my doing this sort of thing. You might say he got me started. <laughs> well, in a way, he did. What's this? Dear Ben, afternoon conference on international child care in backward areas, followed by dinner. Would you remind Emily to bring evening dress to Hotel Collingwood, ninth floor, P.S. Dress in closet, love. Mrs. 
sorry. Mrs. Harriet is occupied right now. You can't go in there. Yes, but she wants to see me. No interviews until after the dinner. There'll be a press party then. I am not a reporter. Oh, you're not? I simply have this parcel to bring her. Now, if you'll please Give ask... it to me. I'll take it in to her. Here's a little something for yourself. Look, madam, I I said I'll take it. Messenger boys aren't supposed... I'm not a boy. I'm Mr. Marriott. Mr. Marriott married Mrs. Marriott 17 years ago. Now, may I see my wife? Or do I have to come back with a license? I'll find out if she's available. Available? Now, listen, my dear woman. There she is. I see her. She's right inside the door. No, no I don't think so, Liz, I couldn't go to Copenhagen. That's Liz. absolutely out of the question. I have a family. It's quite impossible at the moment. Listen, that's her. That... Liz, it's me. Have you any identification? Yes. I have a tattoo on my chest. You... A naked woman. Here, I'll show you. Oh! Ben, how nice of you to come. Oh, what's the matter, dear? You look pale. Now, Liz, I want to tell you... How's it going? Well, fine. Why didn't Emily bring the dress? She had some work after school. Besides, I wanted to come. Just to see what you're mixed up in. And anyway, why the afternoon and the evening? Isn't one enough? Oh, but dear, it's the same event. The evening dinner is the culmination of the afternoon. When are you coming home for the final culmination? Later. I'll make out all right. Want me to pick you up? No, I'll get a ride. Will you make out for dinner? Dinner? Oh, sure, dinner. Let's do that sometime, shall we? P.S. I'm in the phone book. Then it happened. I suppose I half expected it all along, but it was surprising just the same. I don't remember how long it was since I found someone waiting up for me late at night, grimly seated in a chair facing the door. Stop. <gasps> Stay where you are. Ben, you frightened me. 12.45 a.m. It's tomorrow. Do you realize that? How old are you? You're too old to be sneaking in this way. I'm not sneaking in. All right, walking in. You're not 16, and it's 12.45 one half. Now, Miss Goldilocks, I've drawn up a little brief for you. Let's see. Uh, fifth of the month, lecture. Tenth, lecture. Thirteenth, Rodale. Fifteenth, Bronx Protective Mothers League. Eighteenth, lecture. Address unknown. Twenty-second, Helicopter flight from Flushing Airport. Don't ask me why. Uh, 25th, Brooklyn Society for Reforestation. Thought they had a tree. Uh, 30th, that's tonight. That makes two, three, five, six, eight sorties a month. All very well, but enough is enough. Look at this house. I'm sorry. I, I guess I have neglected The laundry it. has forgotten to starch my shirt collars. I'll remember to speak to them. No heat in the radiator. I do not put heat in the radiator. things are just falling apart, and your family. You never thought of that, did you? You never considered for one moment the psychological damage inflicted on your two children by your neglect. They love it this way. They need you. Next charge. Well, you must know I need you. <laughs> Stop that. Don't you like your wife to be vibrant and fascinating? Sure, in my own house, but not all over town. <laughs> What am I shouting about? I don't know, Ben. I just missed you terribly all evening. Did you? Missed you all month. I'm sorry, dear. I want you to stay home. Please come to bed at once. Ben, dear. Oh, are we agreed? 
On what? We haven't discussed anything yet. Well, let's talk about it tomorrow, shall we? I'm sorry I yelled at you. After all, you have a right to do what you want, but I have a right to yell. I know, Ben. Something's happened. I took a look into myself and and shook something that's been asleep for a long time. Everything that's happened, I made happen. I realized I've been living like an iceberg, nine-tenths underwater. I decided to come up on the surface a little more. It's the way people ought to live, being involved, being interested, rediscovering their capabilities. Yes, but with moderation. I agree. Then what are we arguing about? Mrs. Marriott, if you can find time for it on your schedule, why don't you come over here and I'll kiss you? Ben and Liz Marriott will be back in just a moment. In the meantime, let us extend an invitation on behalf of our stars, Jessica Tandy and Hume Cronin, as well as the National Broadcasting Company, to all of you to drop by next week at this time for another half-hour observation and transcription of the marriage, written by Ernest Canoy. Lydia Otis was played by Fran Carlin. Others in the cast were William Zuckert, Edith Gresham, Reginald DeCoven, Abby Lewis, and Ted Osborne. The Marriage is an NBC radio production directed by Edward King. This is Bob Denton speaking. Ben, Ben, mm. are you awake? Yes. Did you see in the paper about the terrible air pollution in the city? Do you realize... Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, Liz. Before we unpollute the air, let's come to terms. Three days a week. Do you need three, really? At home. That includes the evenings. Definitely includes evening. Well, good night. <laughs> good night. NBC Star Playhouse tonight on the NBC Radio Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.